all status, now I'ma beat y'all back I pull up on the block, in a big Corvette yeah. Riding around the city with a stick all black I'm trying with a stoke of weed Welcome to the Ross Project Live, a conversation about life, entrepreneurship, personal development, family tech, and marketing. My name is Ivan Temelkov, of course, and I'm your host. And I'll be joined very soon by my amazing sidekick, Courtney Turner. And if this is your first time on the podcast, here's where we discuss 100% real, raw, no bullshit, unfiltered, life-changing advice to help you level up in every aspect of your life and business and help you reach your goals and dreams. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Monday. I hope your Monday is starting off well. Hope you had a great weekend. Uh, what did you do this weekend? Did you do anything fun this weekend? Well, believe it or not, I actually ended up unwinding, unwinding, almost didn't spit that out this weekend. Ended up spending some time with family. Um, we ended up getting some snow. Got my hair cut, actually. And, um, you know, the gray hairs are really piling up, so it was about time to get the, the haircut done. So, and... Um, Oh, there we go. It looks like uh, we got Courtney in the lobby. Gonna go ahead and uh, bring her in. Here we go. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. How are you? Ah, uh, it's been morning. I look <laughs> up, my eyes like all swollen, and I get super like nervous when it happens because, well, I get nervous yeah. with one, but with this one, it's because it's my right eye, and I only see out of that eye, so sure. I get super freaked out, and you know all anxious but sure sure i actually think it is just the lid i'm hoping i have an appointment later today so we'll find out but okay, okay. Get me my, my glasses my 50s look <laughs> <laughs> i like it i like it it's Thanks, it's very yeah. hip it's very modern um okay so a little bit of a rough start for you this morning but uh yeah. i think you'll get through it i think you'll get through yeah. it mondays are you know, always exciting, always challenging, always full of opportunities. And uh, speaking of opportunities, uh, I was talking a little bit about how my weekend was, and we're sharing some uh, some some things that I did this weekend. Got my haircut. We got some snow here. Spent some uh, spent some time with um, you know family, which is always a good thing. And um, uh, oh, it was Super Bowl yesterday. So did you watch the Super Bowl? Uh, I regretfully did. Yeah, that was really okay. Well, I'm okay. So in terms, of, I mean, I love Tom Brady, but I'm not a huge football fan. Like that's not. Sure. And watching it last night, I was like, wow, I you know really understand mm -hmm. why I don't watch football. But you know, I wanted to see all the you know commercials and the halftime, and I am really sorry I did. That was truly awful. Um, yeah. And I, I wanted to see specifically because I wanted to see the messaging that there would be. Um, yep. And I just feel like each year it gets worse and worse. But the only, I, I guess the only upshot would be that it's so blatantly obvious now. Yeah. I, I just hope that, you know, the sleeping masses are aware of what's being shoved in their faces because sure. it's, it's really dark, really dark. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, well, the reason I asked is because, believe it or not, I did not watch the Super Bowl at all. In <laughs> fact, uh, I happened to sit in front of the TV and my wife turned on the TV because we're about to pop in Netflix. And since we have YouTube TV, it just kind of crossed paths. So yeah. I happened to catch Bruno Mars in the halftime show for like, 
I don't know, maybe 30 seconds or something like that. Mm-hmm. And here's my take on this. And I think the rest of social media kind of attested to this is just that literally it was so bad. I think the entire production was so bad. And I'm like sitting here and I was like, okay, Ivan, don't be so judgmental, right? Don't be so judgmental about it because, you know, given with COVID, I think production, there's been a lot of limitations and like, let's face it. Who I, wants I don't to know? think you had, I don't think that was it, honestly. Um, really? They, they, yeah, I really don't actually. Um, they made so many concessions for, I don't know if you remember that whole like pineapple saloon, uh, pineapple hill saloon story. No. Um, so there was a woman who uh, she has a restaurant, and now here in California, <laughs> uh, we've we've been under crazy, crazy restrictions. You know, the lockdowns here, I would argue, have probably been worse than anywhere except maybe New York. New York has been pretty bad as well, um, but we've had it really, really bad. And uh, there was, you know, so they've had, and a lot of them are just not rooted in any kind of, you know, logic, let alone science. Um, so, you know, there's just not like a common sense kind of approach to things right now. And this woman had a restaurant. And so what these restaurant owners and business owners have had to do in order to comply is been, it's been really expensive. It's been major work and effort, um, in order to meet these, uh, new, you know, regulations. And this woman had a restaurant that she spent all this money to bring it outside. And, you know, we're, we're blessed here in California. It doesn't get super cold. Um, yeah. So, you know, cold enough that you need heaters. People aren't just going to sit outside and have dinner. You're not going to pay the extra luxury to sit right. in the you know. So, so they, they bring these heaters. They have to put up these tents. It's expensive. It's a lot of work. She goes through this huge effort. And they shut her down. And what do they do? Literally, I mean, like two feet next to her, they yeah. have a film crew and a film, you know, uh, restaurant, essentially. It's right, right. Uh, you know, their craft services and the, the hypocrisy. So I bring that story up just to tell you that they made all these exceptions for film um, because, you know, that's, that's okay. just... Okay and they wanted them to be up and running and and you know i i see it and i laugh because they'll be shooting and they'll have no masks on for the film yeah. either take and then they put the mask back on i'm like so does covid know like <laughs> COVID knows you're, you're shooting a scene and covid's like oh okay two minutes when when the actor when the director calls action that's right you know that's right we're spreading and it's just it's so ludicrous and you know i don't right. say this to say that there's no virus but you know flus exist and people die from the flu too sure. down the whole country so i i don't think it was actually covid um i think you know when you have a dark evil message that things are it's not entertaining you know yeah. you stop and listen to i actually had the closed captions on for those lyrics and i okay. i had no way uh somebody ended up sending it to me I was like, why? Why are you sending me all this stuff? I don't want to watch it. <laughs> and I had to watch again. Well, I didn't have to, but, you know, I was compelled to. Right, right. Curiosity is fine. I'll watch again. You know, and the more I watch, I'm like, this is so dark. And I just think that when things are that dark, it's not entertaining. It's not, um, you know, and it's not dark with, I think sometimes you have, uh, you know, performances that may be dark right. with the, a powerful positive message behind it and mm-hmm. it's driven by light 
you know, forgive me for being so uh, philosophical about it, but I, that is how, if something is driven by light and the message may be dark to prove a light message and it still is entertaining above all, then that's, you know, that can be a beautiful piece of art. But when something is just dark without much like artistic value for the sake of that message, yeah. I, I think, you know, who wants to see that? Well, you know, I think you're absolutely right about some of those things. I think, you know, where I was going with that was my perception <laughs> of it was basically that I guess I was being too empathetic in a way because of COVID. But then I was like, you know, there's millions and millions of dollars that they pay for these ad spots. Yeah. I mean, like literally seconds. And like someone in my newsfeed said, you know, no Clydesdales, uh, no, like it just it just felt so abnormal. And I was like. One side of me, you know, like I said, I was being empathetic because I was like, yeah. okay, well, you know, given COVID production limitations. But then, as you said, and we saw that on Super Bowl, on live TV, which, by the way, Super Bowl is one of the most watched shows literally yes. in the United States. And, like, I'm yeah. sitting here and it's like, like you said, it's a little bit of hypo hypocrisy. Like you said, with the film crew and stuff. Yeah. Had that literally right next door. Oh. Right. Right. Exactly. And so... I think it was just, yeah, I think I was just being a little empathetic about it, honestly, because yeah. of COVID. But then at the same time, I'm like, you know, like the NFL really wanted to, I think they really pushed for it. You know, they really, really pushed for it because they wanted to make it happen. And I'm just like, you know, I made a joke about it because you're right about Tom Brady. I mean, he's a phenomenal athlete, phenomenal athlete. I give it, I give it pretty easy on the eyes too, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, Someone that I went to high school with actually had, had you know, and this kind of sat with me wrong is because it really showed how people are not truly devoted. So that when you play for with the, with the Patriots, right, for a long time, right, yeah. and I mind you, I'm not a huge NFL fan either at all. It's just I know who Tom Brady is. Well, they had followed him because he, it was Tom Brady and he had played for the Patriots. But then they were wearing like Buccaneer jerseys and posting on Instagram, and I'm like, like. I remember posts you were putting on Instagram of how loyal you were to the Patriots and Tom Brady, and now you're wearing a Buccaneer shirt. Like, it, well, maybe because you're loyal to Tom Brady and Tom Brady. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking yeah. is, is like you know just loyalty to Tom Brady, which I have to admit, you know, he is he is a phenomenal athlete. Yeah. You know, I'll get I'll give him that. I mean, he's what seven championships and like five MVPs or something. I think I mean, he guys half his age. <laughs> exactly. Know? Exactly. Exactly. But uh, anyway, and, and set aside the whole Buccaneers jersey thing on Instagram, like I just, for the brief 30 seconds of what I saw in the commentary, you know, and, and I was one of those people that, I mean, I was, you know, spending time with family and working on my laptop is what I was doing, you know, because very much like you, you know, I'm so, so hyper focused on the things that I want, especially in 2021, that I'm literally trying to avoid every single kind of distraction. And I don't care what day it is or what time it is, then like I'm just focusing on that. But you know, I think for the most part, it was a shit show, is yeah. what it seems like. You Did know, you see the Jeep commercial, the what the Jeep commercial. No, I didn't. Okay, so it's I. <laughs> Is, yeah. it, is it worth watching? Was it a good one? No. No. <laughs> no. I, 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 it made me like angry, viscerally angry. So, yeah. yeah. 
It's yeah. My opinion, but yeah. Yeah. It's uh, so anyway, you know, that, that was Sunday and you know, what was, what was real interesting is I think I went to the store actually yesterday, uh, like right when Super Bowl started and like, it was like pretty much empty, you know, which usually on a Sunday late afternoon, it was like what five or six. I think when I went there, it's like, there's usually people doing, doing shopping. It's like sure. everybody was like watching Super Bowl and, and that, that's kind of, you know, using the Super Bowl as a segue on what I wanted to chat in the in this episode also. Mm-hmm. Actually, before I forget, I want to throw out a quick announcement uh, before we do, uh, jump into that. Because I think a lot of people don't know that now the Roz Project is actually uh, available three times per week. So it's on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays as well. So we have the live show, which me and you do on Mondays and Fridays, uh, every morning at 11 a.m. Central 12 p.m. Eastern. And then on Wednesdays, we also have the Roz Project Overdrive, which also streams, but these are pre-recorded episodes where there's a shit ton of those in the hopper right now. And, you know, uh, I wanted to mention that to everybody watching and listening to, because I know a lot of people actually have been downloading it and uh, listening in audio on Apple or Google or their choice of a podcasting platform. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. You know, going into 2021, it's just... You know, like, like I was thinking of like, okay, how can I take it to the next level? Like, what am I not doing? What can I be doing? Because let's face it, like we can always be doing more as human beings. I I think we get so caught up in the minutia of life and society that, that we get sidetracked. We can as human beings. And, um, that's actually the topic I want to talk about today is whether or not, whether or not we're truly ready for what we want. You know, are we ready? Because, you know, and I've been thinking about this, actually, because uh, January started off as a really, really good month, actually a much better month than I anticipated, uh, believe it or not. And then I got to thinking about it and I'm like, OK, you've you've worked for this. You've been striving to manifest greatness, success, happiness, fulfillment. Yeah. But are you ready to receive it? You know, and, and it really got me thinking and, and would love to hear your thoughts on this, too, because, you know, I think we can be just as ready, but but mentally when you actually cross that leap, let's face it. I mean, you know, when you reach success, whatever that success looks like is you also uh, you also uh, 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 incur more responsibility, more yeah. accountability as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. Because. It's like in Spider-Man, right? It's, um, what's the saying is um, uh, with with greatness comes bigger responsibility, I yeah. think what's the saying. Yeah. And so, you know, we'd love to hear your thoughts on this. I mean, I, I know you, you're, you've been doing a lot of great things. Got a fun project we're working on together uh, to get ready and push out here very yeah. soon. But, um, you know, how are you, you know, as you're manifesting things in 2021 to reach your goals and dreams, how are you mentally... Yeah preparing for that i mean what advice would you give others you know to really help them prepare mentally for that so that's a, a really interesting question because i don't think you really can prepare uh you know bear with me I, as i explain this because i i think that you we don't none of us know what the future holds right so you can't really prepare because you don't know what's coming but yeah. what i think you can do is um, be willing to accept what comes and to know and not to limit yourself. I think that's what it is, is really it's that people are so afraid of the unknown and they're afraid of this potential, as you said, this, uh, 
you know, burdening of responsibilities. And right. because it's unknown, they're not sure whether they're going to be able to take on that load. And so, you know, a good analogy, I like to use my fitness analogies, but, you know, it's like if you're the first time you're lifting a certain amount of weight, you don't know that you can lift that weight. You've never done it before. And, right. and you know, I, I don't know about you, but like personally, I actually get that little like butterflies in my stomach. I get kind of nervous. Like this could go wrong. This could, you know, yep. I could fail. And then like, what does that mean? Oh my goodness, I couldn't do this, you know? Um, you know, we're doing any kind of a move, but the reality is so sometimes you have to build up to that, right? You get just close enough to that, or maybe you just uh, feel that load. You don't actually do the lift. Uh, you just kind of like tinker with it and test it. And I think that what, and that's kind of like life. Like, you know, we, we do a lot of trial and error and sometimes we freak ourselves out. But I think the best advice that I can give to people is not focus so much on being prepared for what's coming, because we don't know exactly what's coming, but to fortify yourself, you know, your inner strength, your belief in yourself, knowing your resiliency, knowing that whatever comes, that you can take it as it comes. And right. I think that that's really um, powerful for people. And I think yep. that's going to help you to withstand whatever responsibilities may come along because we just don't know, you know, where we yep. all, I think, And I think what I love about taking on challenges is I think the, the greatest blessing that we can pocket in our lives is to impress ourselves, you know, like to prove to ourselves that we're capable of more than we ever thought we were possibly capable of doing. Yeah. Um, and, and I love that. Uh, I love that. You know, um, and something actually I wanted to share just without sounding too passive is the reason I wanted, I wanted to talk about this topic is because personally, like I said, I'm going through um, I'm going through situations right now where, you know, my business is growing. So there's a lot more opportunities that are coming in and I'm getting to the point to where it's like it's a time struggle. Right. Yeah. Because just getting busy, getting busier and busier and busier. And then that that forces the necessity for structure and yes. processes to be more diligent and to be more disciplined than ever before and so yeah you know like and then i get to thinking about myself i'm like okay ivan you wanted this you have such high yeah. goals for this year well, alone because you just might get it <laughs> Exactly. Be careful what you ask for, because you might just get it. And, you know, it has really got me thinking, you know, mentally of like, okay, like, what can I do differently to really step up to the next level? Yeah. Am I missing something? Right? Am I not being disciplined enough? If so, how can I be more disciplined? Am I making sure that I'm spending my time wisely, which I've been thinking more and more about, okay, as my business grows, is I need to I need to find more people to help me build this thing also to help support people who believe in the vision also of, of the brand. And it's not just for business too. It's also with my health and fitness goals because my top three things, you know, uh, ever since, you know, well, at least a year now in terms of goals has been, you know, one has been my family, two has been health and fitness. Yeah. And then number three has been entrepreneurship and my business. And I'm one of those people that I try to find a balance between all those three things. Yeah. And the reality of things is, is that 
I don't think I've ever found a balance. I don't know if I ever will find a balance, but being able to be ready to receive that greatness mentally, mm-hmm. physically, is is I guess my my ongoing pursuit of yeah. trying to figure out like like how, how do I how do I make that happen? Like, okay, am I more stru- do I need to be more structured with my days, with my time? Do I need to read more? Do I need to go to the gym? Which mind you, I've been in that. So last week I was in the gym three times. Woo! Yeah, and these were two days, two and a half hour sessions. And then on oh. Saturday, I did a one hour intense session, which we do every week with a group of guys. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it was so invigorating. And I'm like, okay, I definitely need that. I need to stick to that. But it's like, okay, how do I balance family? How do I balance health and fitness? How do I balance my business? Because I am I ready to receive? all of this. Am I ready to receive the greatness since I've been seeing things with business and then my health and fitness and then nutrition, you know, like really escalate. It has really made me wonder. And I don't think I'm the only one. I, I think, you know, everybody that kind of, you know, tries to manifest what they want out of life and business, yeah. you know, get to or or encounter many points on like figuring out, okay, how, how do I manage this? Right. Am I ready to receive it? Like, how do I need to position myself mentally? You know, I was having a discussion with a new client about we're having a discussion about God, actually. And, um, you know, the discussion actually segued into talking about business. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, it was like so interesting. And then, like, we really, in fact, I put out a post on my personal profile about the fact beautiful. that I really. Yeah. yeah. The way I emotionally connected with him. And mind you, I'm not a big dude on bromance by any means. <laughs> And so, like, this was such an enlightenment, but it made me realize that, Ivan, it's you have it in you. You just mm-hmm. need to be ready to receive it because yeah. it's coming to you. So how, how do you how do you deal with, you know, I'm curious to know how do you how do you set yourself up mentally? And I know physically you're 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 phenomenal. I mean, you're like boom, boom, boom. But what do you do mentally to really prepare yourself for the things that you're ready to receive? Well, I would actually say my physical practice, uh, it does a lot of that for me. Um, mm-hmm. it, it is usually what I turn to um, because, because like I gave that example of a lift, it's a, it is me testing my limits. And in doing that in such a tangible way gives me confidence to go take it on in other areas of life that are a little bit more abstract. Um, so, you know, a lot of times when I am feeling kind of uh, – you know, trepidatious or, you know, paralyzed or uh, not capable, you know, I will go. And even if it's a workout, like in my apartment, it's like, that's something that I will do first to prove to myself, Bernie, you got this. Like, and I know know, I'm not a huge like affirmations kind of person, but I think it is important sometimes just, just like I would tell somebody else you got this. Like it's important to tell yourself that, you know, yeah. Uh, and uh, so I, I, that is something that I do a lot of. I think for me also, and I mean, I, I have the same struggles as everyone else, you know, I'm very sure. Um, but I think I have been through so much in my life yeah. and I, I yeah. overcome quite a bit. And, you know, when I have that feeling of, you know, fear or those doubts that creep in, a lot of the times, I, well, I'm like emotional. I didn't think I would be. Um, but I... Yeah. I look back at the things that I have overcome and, you know, I remind myself, like I'm a lot than, you know, I'm giving myself credit for. And yeah. that 
I could take that on. But you know, again, I don't know what the future holds, and I don't, I don't know what I'm capable of until I do it. Sure. You know, my dad used to tell me, and I always thought this was really interesting. Like he would tell me that confidence isn't, you know, just the sense of like I can do anything. He said confidence is having done something and knowing you can repeat it. Yeah. And, so, you know, the more you do, the more you take on, the stronger you feel, the stronger you become. Um, yep. Just like in your physical practice, that's true in life, too. But you brought up a, a lot of things that I kind of wanted to address. One of them was uh, time yep. management. And uh, I keep saying that, you know, when I have children, it's like one of the things I'm going to really drill into them. Um, it was really never drilled into me. Um, not that... I, to mention on that, you're going to be an amazing mother, by the way, because the, the things that you just said, I just want to throw it out there because, you know, you're one of the people that 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 I definitely look up to when it comes to discipline, because like you said, you have overcome so much in your life that that has built that inner strength for you. Not not, not to steal the thunder of your thought, but I, did, no, I wanted I wanted to mention it because. You're, you're absolutely right. And I think you're, you're going to be an amazing mom. You're going to be an amazing mom because that is like, and I think that's what kids do need. You know, as a father, you know, I feel, I feel very much the same way, uh, but I want to let you finish your thought. No, thank you. <laughs> that means a lot to me. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So it's not that it wasn't, you know, my father actually did really stress the importance of time management, but I, it's funny because I was having this conversation with a friend of mine last night. Um, mm -hmm. we've actually never met. We talk like for hours a day. It's really strange. It's like old fashioned pen pals, but we're textiles. Um, but we were talking about how, um, he said something, he's like, wait, so you're a procrastinator too? And I said, yeah. And I said, I think a lot of it stems from the fact that, you know, a lot of people think they procrastinate out of fear, fear of like success. Sure. And for me, it's actually, and I don't want to complain. I've been very blessed in a lot of ways with a yeah. lot of strengths, but I think because sometimes things come fairly easy to me, I need the challenge. And so I I, do, I work better yeah. on pressure. You know, I need yeah. that like challenge. I need the pressure. I was the kid who like, you know, if I had a paper due in school, I'd wake up at 4 a.m. and do that paper because I knew I could. Wow. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I might like read over something the night before a test. Like I just, yeah. I needed the challenge. I needed the it came yeah. kind of, you know, most of that kind of stuff came easier to me. And I don't do well with things just being, you know, I should just be grateful and work hard at it anyway. I recognize that, but, yeah. but yeah. I'm, not, I'm not wired that way. I'm wired for challenge. I'm wired for, you know, that, that extra pressure and that's how I do best. And, but as a result, yeah. I'm not always great with time management because, you know, something yeah. is going to be, uh, and I'm also a deep dive person at the same time. So I don't like to do anything surface. So, you know, like my mother, for example, was really good at if if she had a paper day each night. Yeah. And I've always admired that. She's very yeah. regimented that way. Not how I am. I mean, if I'm going to dive into something, I want to sink my teeth into it, you know? I just, I, so I'm going to be yeah. there for hours yeah. and I'd rather do it that way. Um, but it is something yeah. that would really, you know, teach my children because it's so important in life to understand, yeah. you know, the yeah. power of time management. You know, the other thing that you talk yeah. about balance and balance. Mm -hmm. that, that was actually something I thought a lot, a lot about yesterday too. It's funny. You're bringing up a lot of, you're hitting a lot of points. Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday. And 
well, I think people think that balance is a regimented thing. They think that it's, you know, well, I have to have, you know, 50% of my hand in this and 50% of my hand in this. And, you know, then I'm even keeping mm. the balance. But the reality is that things are never uh, stagnant. Things are always yep. slightly in flux. And so, you know, you may have 51% here and then you're only going to have 49 here, yep. you know, yep. and then you may switch back and forth. And I, I think what balance really is, is about fluidity and it's about uh, that flexibility. And so a lot of times when we really want something and you're talking yep. about manifesting dreams, yep. those are big, you know, those are like reaching for the stars. It's things that need, have deep visceral meaning for us. And yeah, absolutely. when you want something, it's really hard not to try and control it. And I think yep. part of balance is a, you know, not letting go and saying, okay, it's out of my control, whatever. That's, that's not balance. Balance is here's my priorities. I'm going to make sure that you had your three, you know, it's like your business, your health, fitness, your family, right? right. So those are your top three things. And you know, there are other things that are important to you. You're not going to just let everything else go. Life is more well-rounded than that, but those are the top three. And so whatever comes your way throughout the week, throughout the day, yeah, those yeah. three. And some days you may not get all three. Some days you know, it may be only two. Yeah. There's three things I, I actually wanted to elaborate mm -hmm. upon that you talked about. Affirmations um, or manifestation, affirmations, and time management. Yeah. Manifestation. So I never was, believe, I shit you not, for probably majority of my life, yeah. I actually didn't believe in manifestation. And now, probably over the last, I would say, three to five years that I can really remember since well, when I started my business six years ago, it was probably about three to five years ago when I, I manifestation was sort of like, you know, it was always in the background. Yeah. And nowadays, like, I know I manifest things. I know I do it. I, I do it uh, subconsciously. I was going to say, most of us do I, it subconsciously. Yeah. Subconsciously. And it's so crazy because... That actually translates to affirmations. Here's an example. So I manifest. I'm like, okay, you know, uh, I'm trying to hire the sales guy that I've been talking to for eight, nine months now. And I know he's really fucking good, right? And he keeps following up with me. Okay, how am I going to get the cash flow that I need? So I'm manifesting. I'm manifesting to generate more business. And then when new opportunities come, then, then okay, I'm sitting here. It's like, okay, I even need to write this contract. Send it out. Send it out. Send it out. <laughs> affirmations. That's where affirmations come, come in. And it reminds me that Ivan, you wanted this. Yeah. You wanted this. Here we go. I, 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 we're, so we're back live now. I don't know what happened. My video like dropped off, and the signal was showing poor. I don't know. Anyway, I think we're, I think we're back on live. I think we're back on live. Yeah, it looks uh, like we're live here. So, okay. So where I was going with that thought is, I think we were talking about affirmations, and, uh. What what I was what I'm really trying to wrap my head around now is just that very much like you, I was never an affirmations guy. Like yeah. I never really, I guess, I don't know if it was because I was incoherent into what affirmations are, or I just didn't believe into it, or maybe both. And then when these things are like happening, you know, I'm I'm like really tuning into like, okay, more affirmations, right? And then the last thing is time management. Yeah. which is a really important one because I struggle with this all the time. And, and here's something that I remember. So uh, Sam Bakhtiar, who's a guy that was on the podcast, uh, world-renowned bodybuilder, and he actually just passed away from what they say was COVID, actually. 
phenomenal guy, phenomenal guy. But the the number one thing he was talking about, uh, so immigrant from Iran, self-made millionaire, really awesome dude. I, I, it was absolute pleasure knowing knowing him. But he talked about the only thing he talked about is the importance of time management. He said, I've got my little calendar, which not too many people have a calendar. And every day I know exactly what I'm doing. So every single day when, you know, I, I get up, I, I already know like what I'm doing. I know yeah. how my morning's going to go. I know how my lunch is going to go. I know how my afternoon, how my evening's going to go. And if I go through that entire day, the way I mapped it out with zero distractions, yeah. that's success for me. And yeah. like, you know, because I, I think we, we live in a world where there's so many distractions. And I, I think that's why time management is so challenging because like you said, like for me, time management is like, how can I spend time with family? How can I get work done? And how can I get my ass to the gym? Well, guess what? One of these things is, is going to limp badly because there's just not enough. And, and actually one thing that I started doing, believe it or not, is uh, so last week, the reason why I made it to the gym three times is I figured out that, okay, if I make it at, to the gym at five o'clock, my right. wife gets to pick up the kids from daycare. So I'm, so I'm at the gym until seven 30, maybe eight o'clock. Right. And then I still have time about an hour, give or take to spend time with the kids, which right. We spend time on the weekends, you know, we, we do stuff on the weekend. That's kind of our priority, right? Leisure time. But during the week, it's like, you know, I can't spend the entire evening with them because I got. So I guess what I did is I started to manage my time more diligently. Yeah. And as a result, I made it to the gym. And Courtney, I shit you not like that, like that first day, I felt so good. Yeah. so invigorated. Like my mind was so sharp. I, I came home from the gym and I'm like, all right, this is what I need to do yeah. tomorrow. This is what I got. Like my mind was just like racing, but in a good way. And it was yeah. such a good high, yeah. you know, and mind you, I started taking a pre-workout too, which, which could probably, uh, <laughs> I think it probably <laughs> helps. Things. There too. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, like, you know, this past weekend on Saturday, when we do, when we did our hourly intense workout with the group yeah. of guys, it's like a networking thing, a small business owners, you know, local right. business owners. Yeah. And, um, you know, like the first time I went, I could not walk for three days straight. I was so sore. It was so intense, but that's because I didn't take a pre-workout. Oh. And so I've been taking a pre-workout for the last couple of weeks that we've been there. And I've seen a drastic difference. And not only that, like I wouldn't be, I'm not sore after it. It's like Me. an hour long. Think of like, you know, like American Ninja Warrior, like, yeah. like go, 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 go. Just really, really tense, right? High energy. Mm -hmm. And the pre-workout has really made a drastic change on how I feel yeah. also and mentally as well. But, you know, talking about time management, I wanted to hit those three things because the manifestation, affirmations, and mm -hmm. time management, I think are three essential things that you have to have in your life. Mm -hmm. You really have to, and 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 you might not get it perfect. I mean, we all struggle. Yeah. I know I have all. I'm saying with the balance, you have mm -hmm. to be prepared to be fluid and flexible. But I want to talk right. about the manifestations for a second because I think there's a couple of elements to manifestation that um, to be clarified. Um, 
So the one is that I think part of the reason manifestations are powerful is because a lot of people actually really don't know what they want. So yeah. I think the first clarity on that, really, like being very clear, it's really hard to go after something if you don't know what it is, right? <laughs> like if your goal is- I watched the movie. I watched the, not to cut you, I watched the movie this weekend. Oh my God, I'll have to look it up. It was on Netflix. That's it exactly that is, um, you can't go after what you want if you don't know what it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, you know, if you're like throwing darts, but you don't know what you're throwing at, like, what are you gonna hit, you know? It's like exactly, <laughs> exactly. And it's so true, it yeah. is so true, I think. And on that note, Courtney, actually, I think too many people are sort of blindsided about, you know, what success and happiness looks like, because I think society sort of like projects that. Let's face it. We live in a, in a world where can you make enough money? OK, you need to make more and more money so you can live happily. You need to have a bigger house. You need to have a fancier car, like all these like really materialistic things. But at the end of the day, are those things that you care about? Yeah, there's some people they are, some people they aren't. Right. Yeah. That's just it. Like, do you care? Like, going back to what you just talked about is if you don't know what you want, right. how can you go after it? Yeah. Like, if you want more money, okay, you're going after that. If you want more happiness, like, what is happiness? Right. right. Define happiness. If you want more success, which, mind you, I think success gets scrutinized, especially on the gram nowadays, where a lot of people project success hey, I got my Lambo and I'm making six figures or whatever, and that's success. Maybe to you. I don't I, know. Yeah, success needs to be defined individually and personally. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's a very individual uh, thing. I, so yep. that's the first yep. I think manifestations are really helpful because it, people need to get clear in what it is that their goals are, what their dreams are, what do they want for themselves. Uh, but right. the second thing is that, and this is where... It gets a little like wooey, I guess. Um, <laughs> but wooey, love that. <laughs> woo, -woo yeah. <laughs> I just added the e, but yeah, it, it felt yeah. right. Yeah, uh, I used my own word for a minute there. But uh, you know, I think that like for a while, the book The Secret was super trendy, and but and I don't. I think they kind of took it to a bit of a mystical realm. However, there is a uh, scientific basis for, you know, manifestation and, you know, the quantum energy of yeah. really putting your uh, thoughts and dreams into action and manifesting them. There is right. you know, a boomerang effect there. There's like, you, when you put something out, there is energy that is received back. Right. Um, and it, you know, or even just energy that is put forth in just even in that kind of the strength and the power of really, you know, manifesting something so strongly, being so clear. Um, and then, you know, taking actions that, uh, you know, are aligned with those men. I think that's, yeah. you know, it's a two, two prong kind of uh, effect. Uh, one is just that clarity is super power powerful. And then once you have that clarity, it's it's really hard to have like a thought that is a, a well-defined, uh, clear thought and not take any action towards it, even so, at least yeah. subconsciously. So that's really powerful. Uh, and yeah. then the affirmations are something, you know, I think people, again, get a little bit uh, 
lost in what that really is. You know, it's not just like rah rah. You know, it's a. Right. Uh, you know, I think people, or and it's not just a. Uh, you know, again, woo woo, kind of like oh yeah, like I say, yeah. like ah, and then the world is just peaceful and everything's so pathetic. You know, that's that's not it. But affirmations again is, I think, getting really defined and clear about what those affirmations are for you and really putting that energy forth and being genuine about it. I think sometimes it, that's not the easiest thing to do, especially if we are in a moment where we're feeling full of fear or full of doubts. It's really right. hard to be uh, affirming and to you know create these positive statements that you're sending to yourself and mean it. And I, I think sometimes if you say it enough, you know, you start to really believe it, but you have to, it has to be with conviction. And I think there, there's power in that. Um, so, yeah, you know, uh, I was actually trying to see if I can find that movie because uh, it's got yeah. a couple of Hollywood. It's it's on Netflix. Um, anyway, I'll see. I'll see if I, if I can yeah. find it. I'll actually share it with you. But um. You know, one thing I wanted to mention about manifestation, actually, uh, because I'm, I'm guilty of this and, you know, I've struggled with it for, for a while until I kind of found my, my balance is just that, you know, I, I very much like every other human being have fear, a lot less fear than what I used to. Um, also, I'm, as a human being, I tend to be pessimistic also. So when it comes to manifestation, I've really had to work on grounding myself in yeah. reminding myself that okay ivan if you think negatively if you think oh shit, the the weather's bad outside we're supposed to get three inches of snow today it's gonna put you in a shitty mood mm -hmm. right but if i think you know what it's it's gonna snow three inches i've got a jam-packed day today i'm gonna get some work done knock out some interviews and really set myself up mentally yeah where i know that you know what i'm gonna fucking dominate this monday and yeah. then I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to fucking dominate some weights. Now, if yeah. you do that right there, now, now the challenge with that is can you do it daily? That's the real challenge. Can you do that daily? And I think that for me and for many others watching and listening is probably one of the biggest challenges is like, okay, like how can, how can I cleanse and repeat, cleanse and repeat, cleanse and repeat every day? First of all, you're probably not going to be able to. It's very tough to do. Yeah, very tough to do, but mm -hmm. the more you practice it, the you better. Make a you know. the size of a balloon one day that throws things off. <laughs> right, right, and and I have my what the fuck moments. I really do a lot of times. Like there's there's many days, and in fact, I've been wanting to shoot some social videos around this because I think so many people, especially on social media, talk about, oh, well, I'm successful in this or that, or you know, I'm progressing in this. Okay, tell me about your struggles. Like, really, tell yeah. me. What did it took to get to that? That's yeah. what I'm curious in because it it shows the level of discipline yeah. that people have to get to the things that they want. Because, you know, I think too many people, especially in this day and age we live in, is society cares about the end result. And it's usually a positive end result that, you know, maybe you made a lot of money. And it's like, oh, well, he's making a lot of money. But do you know what it took to get here? Right. Like, do you know the journey? Do you know the struggles? Do you know the risks and sacrifices? And in fact, you know, I was actually criticized on Instagram probably about six months ago about a post that I put out that was very, very raw, like very vulnerable. 
and it was basically talking about the fact how I really didn't give a shit about what anybody thought, especially the people that don't support and encourage me, regardless of what I'm doing. You know, because honestly, I have maybe a handful of people. You're one of them that literally every single day will say, I mean, you're going to crush it today, man. I, I don't give a fuck what you're doing today, but I know you're going to crush it. Yeah. Like, like when people are actually like that audacious to literally share that with you. And so my post was like, some people are like, Ivan, this was really vulgar, man. I'm like, I don't care. Like, I mean, if you interpret it as vulgar, then chances are you missed the point. Yeah. That's that's literally what happened is you missed a point. And that's okay. That's okay. You know, not everybody's going to get my point, nor. Yeah. And that's my advice is this, I think, for people is this that you don't need to worry about the, the acceptance of validation from everybody. Mm-hmm. Because when you're ready to receive, when you're truly ready, then it's going to come to you. And the only person that really needs any kind of a personal satisfaction, if that's what you're looking for, is you. I, it. It's really interesting you talk about that. Um, I actually thought a lot about this yesterday too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, you must have been just like reading my mind. Um, that is awesome. That is awesome. Well, I was thinking that you know a little bit about my journey here with uh, you know some yeah. of the things I've been like migrating towards. And sure. when the lockdown started, I it was the first time in a really long time I started to speak out, you know, like on social media about my views and whatnot. And right. it took me, um, it's funny, I, one of the people who like I had actually been working with was like, you know, I've seen some of your posts on Facebook. Why don't you ever put this up on Instagram? It's, it's right. interesting that, you know, this person like doesn't agree with me at all. I, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, and I was so, it took so much courage to put it up on Facebook. Um, but, you know, I finally did start to do that because I felt it was a matter of integrity that I had. I couldn't be silent any lo- longer because I felt that that was part of the problem was people, you know, self-censoring. And so, you know, yeah. I have a real big thing with integrity. It's one of my first principles. And so for me, I don't want to be a hypocrite. If, you know, I believe that it's important to, you know, maintain personal integrity, then I want to be someone who does that. And, you know, staying quiet was a violation of my integrity yeah. So, um, so I finally got up the nerve to do that and it was not easy and there was a lot of pushback. There were, you know, it was, and I had to keep pushing to do it. And I really did hold back on Instagram because I've worked so hard to build, you know, that platform and that platform was much more centered around my fitness journey. Um, and it was, you know, I, I was building it to, uh, launch whim. You know, that was really kind of what was right. the driving force for me behind building that audience and that uh, platform. And, uh, you know, so I really didn't. I stayed very quiet. And recently, uh, because as you know, I'm launching a, a media site. Um, and uh, yep. so I, I've started to speak out a little bit more on that platform because I'm like, well, you know, I think it's important to share all of me. Um, and not to be, you know, hiding because I keep saying I feel like the real pandemic right now is cowardice <laughs> and right. I don't want to be a coward. And, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to do something just for the sake of being controversial or contentious or, or whatnot. But what's really interesting is I've lost some people. I've, I've had people who have been very not nice. <laughs> um, yeah. but, but I've also I've had a lot more res- 
a lot more support than I would have ever expected. I was actually really, really, I started being, I started months ago with just my stories and I was terrified to put it on like an actual post. And, you know, I started off with humor and there was actually, and it's always so funny because, you know, when you, if you have a business page, you can see the analytics. And so not that many people liked it. And I was like, okay, you know, it is what it is, but I right. myself out there, you know, it's like a stand-up comedian doesn't always get a, a laugh every time, you know? Um, but I put myself out there, but I went to look at the analytics and like more people were sharing it than liking yeah. it. And I'm like, well, that says a lot, you know? So it, I say, all, I share this whole thing with you just to say that it, what I was really thinking about is how it, it's really important to be true to yourself. And it's really important to, you know, sometimes yep. we let fear stop us from our own authenticity, you know? And I, I think that that's really challenging. <clears throat> so, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one thing I, I wanted to share about what you just said about that post, um, Courtney, is that I think. The, the reason he got so so much traction is because it was real, mm -hmm. uh, right? And and it's kind of, how should I explain this? Is this, I think with social media specifically, is this that there's there's a challenge in depicting what's real and fake. Mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a huge challenge. And so, but, but people still do pay attention. And so it was really, you know, it was real. You were, you were talking about how you were afraid to be more vulnerable and transparent, I think, but... You know, I'm glad that you did because, you know, I, I've gone through similar multiple experiences like that where I was so worried about the perception that I would create upon people rather than is this something that I need to get off my chest? Is this something that I need to talk about? Is this something that needs to be shared because it's a part of my mantra? It's part of my personality and character. And Look, I mean, you're you're the reality of things is you're going to upset people because <laughs> not everybody's going to agree with you yeah. in your journey. And you yeah. don't want, you know, everybody to agree because as I talked about this recently is that you don't want to be for everybody. You want to be for somebody, one person. That's it. That's literally if you're going to influence, if you can impact the life of one person, then that's in part actually where success comes from. Is because you're creating a change. You're giving different perspective, I should say, for others. Now, whether or not they acknowledge that perspective is obviously completely up to them. But that's not the point here. The point is, is that you're giving different perspective that's enlightening people. And it's obviously up to them whether they choose to embrace it or reject it. And I think, you know, in what you did is, first of all, I think you were stepping outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. I think you were, you were slowly like getting closer and closer into really understanding who you are, what you're about, what you care about, what you don't care about. Yeah. And the new media site, you know, that, that, that you mentioned as well, I think it's going to be an amazing avenue to really help build that transparency and build those relationships with people to where they can really truly get to know you as they say, behind the lens, behind the handle. You know, and I, I honestly, I'm a firm believer of that because I believe the freedom of expression is extremely powerful. And, you know, the challenge with that is, is too many people, uh, you know, question it, especially the people that disagree with the form of expression. Right. And I know we've talked about this before that, 
you know, that is because me and you are, you know, uh, sit on polar opposite, a lot of different views. But the beauty about it is, is that, you know, we're adult enough and intelligent enough and optimistic enough to be able to agree to disagree and or support and reject each other's views. But at the same time, maintain, as they say, kind of a, a neutral state to where it doesn't end up in a bickering contest. And most most people on social media can't do that. Because they're so dead set in their own beliefs. They're so dead set in their own perspective. So much that even if, there's people out there, honestly, that I've seen on Facebook specifically that might be dead wrong. And we talked about this, right? They might be dead wrong, but they're so dead set in believing on that. Mm-hmm. And that's cool because, you know, this goes back to what we're talking about is this, you know, are you ready for it? And if that ready, whatever it is, success or happiness or fulfillment or perspective you know, and and you're okay with that, then honestly, the only person you're satisfying is really yourself mm-hmm. at the end of the day. That's really all that matters anyway. Yeah. Honestly. I think it you know? also goes back to the, uh, like we were talking about with clarity. Um, so sometimes people are very adamant in their position because they don't understand why they hold that position. Right. And there's, there's a big difference in being very, uh, you know, clear in your and standing by your convictions because you understand why those convictions matter. And there's a big difference between that and, you know, digging your heels in with something because you don't really have a complete understanding of it and it becomes a cognitive dissonance type of a situation. And I think we see a lot of that on social media. You know, there's a there's a lot of holes in people's arguments and they they so they instead of because he can hide behind the keyboard, they dig their heels in further instead of really so like in, like you were saying you and I can have a conversation it doesn't become bickering math but I think that's because yeah. both of us are genuinely curious about where the other person is coming from and yeah. we genuinely want to understand that perspective. That doesn't mean that we're going to change our own and it doesn't mean that we're necessarily going to agree or see things the same way, but mm-hmm. it means that we're open to to learning that perspective and and in return that means that we be more clear and uh very articulate articulate in communicating where we're coming from we can't just hide behind the veil of you know a keyboard and you wouldn't you know i'm not going to come at you from a antagonistic stance if i'm trying to convince you of something because looking at me you can read my body language you can hear the tone in my voice you know and if i come at you with such a you know uh antagonistic contentious kind of a a position you're already going to be on the defensive like whoa court like hold hold up you know and so i'm not i'm i'm gonna come from like a compassionate kind of uh a you know genuine place so that we can try and and find some meaning of the minds or at least you can hear me out you can understand yep. me and you don't have that on social media you know no are just there they're just like coming out like like fire you know yeah no absolutely and i, I was i was looking at the time being at the top of the hour um okay. to wrap up this episode but you know really the, the key lesson in this episode that i want to share with all the viewers and and, and listeners too is the fact that you know you can always you can only be as ready as you prepare yourself to be to receive the things that you strive to manifest 
um, because you'll have to evolve and grow. That's just an essential part of because you can't really be ready for because you've never been there. Yeah, you, you don't know? know what's coming. So I think it's more about it's more about strength and resiliency. It's about you know mm -hmm. knowing that you have the strength to be able to take whatever's coming. You know, yeah, and that, and absolutely. That you, you have the desire to because the reality is most of us are capable of so much more than we think we are but we have to decide yeah. do we want to be and yeah. i think that's where that's a really important takeaway because i think if most people are really honest with themselves they don't most people don't yeah. want and that's okay you know i yeah. I'm, I'm not somebody who condones mediocrity i think people should strive to be the best that they can be always sure. but i think Probably more important than that is being truly honest with oneself. And, you know, we all need to take a look at, at ourselves and decide, you know, do we want more? And are we prepared? More does not, it's not only more of the good, you know, like, like I said, with uh, great power comes great responsibility. And so, you know, it means that some of that is going to be amazing, you know, uh, life changing type of things that we right. never could have right imagined and some of it is going to be really difficult and so we need to be prepared to take on both and really be honest with yep. ourselves that we want to absolutely uh courtney i want to thank you as always joining me uh today mm -hmm. on the rise project live uh before we wrap things up uh, i wanted to uh, let everybody know what uh, viewers and listeners that Wednesday, make sure, make sure you tune in for the Overdrive on your favorite audio platform or on Facebook, Twitch, uh, YouTube, LinkedIn Live, mm -hmm. and Periscope as well. And me and Courtney are actually going to be back this Friday for another live episode of The Roz Project. Uh, Courtney, once again, thank you so much. Thank uh, you. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day today and an amazing week as well. And I'll see you soon. Yep. Thank you. Bye. Status, I'm a big dog, yeah. I pull up on the block in a big car, yeah.